It's time for Blessed to Play on EWTN Radio, uncovering the role that faith plays in the lives of sports professionals from around the country. And now, here's your host, Ron Meyer. Fire score! My guest today is a quarterback for the University of Nebraska Cornhuskers. Matt Masker is entering his senior season. Uh, playing right there in Lincoln. We'll talk to Matt about playing in the Big Ten, being a quarterback at a major Division I school, and why faith is important to this quarterback at the University of Nebraska. I'd like to welcome Matt Masker to Bless to Play. Matt, great to have you on. Hey, Ron. Thanks so much for having me. So this is kind of a love affair uh, that's come true. Uh, you grew up in Nebraska. You went to Kearney Catholic High School and you decided to go to the University of Nebraska in Lincoln. And for those listening, there is no professional team in Nebraska as far as football goes. So Nebraska football is it. And the Cornhuskers obviously have a great following and have a very prestigious program of the course of many years, even going back to Tom Osborne and those great Nebraska Cornhusker teams. So Matt, you uh, you did a bang-up job at Kearney Catholic High School, 70 touchdowns. You threw more than 70 7,000 yards, and it came down to, I'm sure, a number of schools, but you decided to stay home, so tell us why. Yeah, you know, um, like you said, Ron, growing up in Nebraska is an extremely unique experience, and, you know, Cornhusker football, I mean, that's what Nebraska people love. It's it's what we have, and it's what the people of Nebraska take pride in, so, you know, I remember attending my first Husker football game when I was six years old. Uh, and, and, you know, I immediately fell in love uh, with Nebraska football. And ever since I was a little boy, I knew that I wanted to one day run out of that tunnel and, and play for this great state. And by the by the grace of God and, and by his great plan, I had got the opportunity as a senior in high school uh, when Coach Frost came back and accepted the job. Um, and and I, I'll, I'll never forget that day. Um, he, he pulled me in his office. He he had texted me, um, it was December of my senior year, and he said, hey, Matt, this is Coach Frost. I'd like for you to come down sometime, and I'd love to talk to you. And um, I'll, I'll never forget that, and that's when he offered me a spot on the team. And um, it, it, was, it was all part of God's plan. So, um, you know, always wanted to be a Husker, and, and thank God that I got that opportunity to come play. Yeah, a dream come true for sure. And a little funny anecdote is that you broke Scott Frost's record of TD passes, so with when it's 70 so how did that go down when you were talking to the coach you know when I met him for the first time he he gave me a hard time for it um but you know he said that you know records are meant to be broken and um you know we still kind of joke about that today which is which is pretty fun okay so let's talk about when you you know you're obviously you're striving to be a starting quarterback and that never happened but that doesn't mean that you're not an important part of the Nebraska team in fact you have a lot to do with the play calls that are going through Adrian Martinez, who's the starting quarterback. So why don't you talk about your role, how it has evolved going into your senior season, and uh, how do you see yourself as part of that role or fit in the Nebraska program? Yeah, you know, each each year um, during my time here at Nebraska has changed. Um, and, you know, the past couple seasons, um, the coaches have trusted me enough to be on the headsets with them during the games. Um and so, yeah, it's, it's been pretty cool being in communications with, 
you know, Coach Frost and, you know, all our coordinators and our coaches during the game. Um, and, yeah, being able to uh, signal in every single play and just having a, a big influence and a big role in the offense of communicating and um, being there for the guys when they're coming off and on the field. Um, and the cool thing about that is, you know, when guys are going through adversity, um, you know, I get I get to actually intercede for guys. Uh, most oftentimes, guys don't even know when I'm actually praying for them. I'll just put my hand on their shoulder <laughs> before they go on the field, and they have no idea what I'm doing. But I'm most oftentimes um, interceding for them, praying for them. Um, and it's just, it's been a really cool, humble role that God has given me on the team. Um, but wow, it's uh, it's allowed me to grow tremendously um, in so many different ways, and in ways that I didn't really ever expect. Well, that's very commendable, your selfless spirit, and that's what team is all about, and that makes the team function better. In fact, the starting quarterback whom I mentioned or referenced, Adrian Martinez, you came in together your freshman year, and you have a pretty close relationship with the starting quarterback. So talk about that. Yeah, you know, we do. Adrian and I, uh, we came in together. Um, so we've uh, we've been through a lot of adversity, a lot of ups and downs together throughout our time here at Nebraska. Um and, you know, we, we both were competing for the same spot and we're both very competitive guys. Um, but, you know, at the, at the end of the day, uh, we were just worried about us making each other better, um, both as men and, and as athletes and, and as students. So, um, we, yeah, we definitely had a very, very unique friendship. Um, we spent a lot of time together, you know, on the football field, in the film room, in the weight room. Um, and it's just such an honor to be able to work with a guy like Adrian um, and just to be able to push him every single day. And, um, you know, Adrian and I will be great friends for life. Yeah, that's great. Let's talk about your Nebraska Cornhusker debut. I mean, you're playing in front of 100,000 screaming fans, and uh, obviously it's unlike high school, but uh, you played in two games in 2021, and you made your debut against Fordham University, which is in New York. And you completed three of three passes for 17 yards and had a 13-yard carry against Northwestern as well. But talk about that uh, time getting on the field for your first snap in a Nebraska football game. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I think it's a dream come true for every Nebraska kid that gets to play uh, for the home team. And it, it was no different for me, you know. Um, definitely have worked extremely hard uh, to get to that point, and God has blessed me so with so many great people um, and so many great connections to get to where I'm at. Um, but yeah, it was, it was definitely a dream come true. It's, there's really nothing like um, playing in front of a hundred thousand fans um, in front of the home crowd and with all your family and friends there uh, who know, who have been, who've been there with you supporting you the whole entire way. It, it was just a, it was a beautiful moment. And um, yeah, it was a, again, something that I will never ever forget and something I'll never uh take lightly and, and stop thanking the Lord for giving me that opportunity in the first place. So it was uh, definitely, we'll never forget it. Blessed to play Ron Meyer chatting today with Matt Masker. He plays quarterback for the University of Nebraska, the Cornhuskers in Lincoln. And Matt, you're playing in the Big Ten, and obviously uh, that big game, the Heroes game against Iowa is a big game for Nebraska. But seeing all these Big Ten players, the talent, the wealth of talent, uh, has any uh, one individual surprised you or stuck out as a football player when you're watching these Big Ten games? Yeah, you know, you in the Big Ten, you come across, you know, the best of the best, uh, the biggest and the strongest guys 
but you know, you asking, I just, there's one guy that's coming to my mind and that's Aiden Hutchinson, who is um, a Michigan defense lineman who will be arguably the first round, the first overall pick of the draft this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, going against him and just watching film on him all week and preparing to go up against him, you know, it's, it's just a little bit different. Um, you don't come across like guys like that um, as often, you know, everybody's, big, strong, and talented in the Big Ten. But, um, you know, first-round overall draft pick is, is a little bit different and Aiden Hutchinson. And um, that's definitely a guy who is just, you know, he's very hard to prepare for um, and he's hard to contain. So, you know, hats off to Aiden. Um, and I wish him the best of luck coming up in the draft. Now, when I look at your high school career, things came quite easily for you, not without uh, – I'm sure you worked hard for it, but you threw for more than 7,000 yards, a 63 point. completion rate, 86 touchdowns, and then you go to the Division I level. So what what was the biggest transition coming out of high school and now playing in the Big Ten? You know, in in high school, it's, you know, you're you're playing football with your best buddies that you grew up with. You know, it's, there's not a whole lot of thinking that goes into it. Um, You know, you're just out there having fun and and throwing around the football. Um, But, you know, the college at this level, it, it changes a little bit. You know, the speed of the game is so much quicker. Everyone is so much bigger, stronger, and faster. And, yeah, it, it takes – I'd say it, it took me a solid year to even adjust to the speed of the game. You know, it's mm-hmm. you show up your first day, fall camp, as a, as a little freshman, and mm-hmm. holy cow, the seniors are big and scary. And, um, you know, your, your, your eyes are about – they can't get any wider the first day. You're, the, every drill is extremely fast. You know, you can't catch up with the air horn to the next drill to the next drill. And you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off, you know, and um, thankfully that that has tremendously changed for me. But that's definitely something that every freshman college football player, every college athlete coming in it definitely has to has to battle and overcome. So that's a, I look back on it now and it's it's a it's a good memory. It's a funny memory now, but it, it's definitely um, a lot of adversity you have to face coming in as a freshman. And um, that's one of the biggest hills to climb during your athletic journey. Yes, that mental challenge, overcoming that and getting beyond that and able to perform. Yeah, I don't think people realize, but when you're on the field or field level, whether it be a professional game or a D1 college football game, it's it's extremely violent. And I don't think TV does justice to it, although you could... Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's pretty uh, pretty demanding on the body, but when you're there and hearing the crunch, it is... Uh, it's something that really takes you back, especially when you're watching it. I'm here with Matt Masker. He's uh, a quarterback for the University of Nebraska. And I know your dad, Ken, uh, and mom, Ann, but uh, I don't think your mom would put the passion for football in you. Was your dad a, a football connoisseur? Or was, what's his background? You know, um, there's not a ton of football, actually, in my family. Um, my, my dad, he... He didn't play. Neither of my parents played college sports. You know, uh-huh. they always loved sports and they played them in high school. Um, and they're, you know, they're both good athletes. Um, but, you know, is, football was something that I kind of just always have had a love for. I would say that baseball was most definitely my first love as a kid. It was kind of just, you know, put on a glove when I was three years old and started playing catch with my dad and um, definitely picked up football a little bit later on. Um, but yeah, it was just something I I love the challenge of football. I love the the off season grind and the and the weights, mm-hmm. hitting the weight room hard, um, and just football was just such a challenge physically, mentally, um, on your body. And 
yeah, you know, I had some success in high school and, you know, I kind of just ran with it. And, um, yeah, I, I, another big reason of why I chose football was, you know, I, I idolized Tim Tebow and when he was playing, mm-hmm. uh, when I was a little boy and, and I wanted to be a quarterback, um, who inspired people to follow Christ and to develop a relationship with Christ and to live mission, um, not only on the college campus, but throughout the world. Um, and so Tim Tebow definitely had a huge impact on me and, and even just choosing the game of football in the first place. So, um, it's crazy what we, what can happen when we choose to live out our faith. And I want to talk more about that. So let's, this is a perfect time to take a break. And on the other side, I want to talk to Matt Hasker, quarterback of the Nebraska Cornhuskers on why he's on a mission to spread the love of Jesus Christ. When Blessed to Play returns after this. The wisdom of Mother Angelica. You know something about that new commandment the Lord gave us? You know what it says? That I should love you as much as the Father loves Jesus. But he doesn't say anything about you loving me. How do you like that? He didn't say you got to go around loving somebody. He said, I have to love you as much as the Father loves me. He didn't say, now you're going to get a return of love. In fact, he said, if you do that, if you love those who love you, the pagans do that. If you invite somebody to dinner and hope they invite you back, he said, the pagans do that. You've got to invite people to dinner won't invite you back. They don't have anything to invite you for. See, God doesn't think the way we do. We're, just, you know, we're so far away from the way God thinks. For more information on Mother Angelica, visit Religious Catalog at EWTNRC.com. No one does Catholic Radio. The Sunrise Morning Show. EWTN News Nightly. Catholic Answers Live. Like EWTN. Welcome back to Blessed to Play. Ron Meyer joined today by Matt Masker, quarterback for the Nebraska Cornhuskers in his senior season. And uh, what an experience it has been for Matt playing in the Big Ten. We talked about his football career the first half of the show, and he gave you a little uh, insight to his spiritual life, which is very important to Matt. Matt, I always start off with this basic question, why is faith important to you? But it sounds like uh, you grew up in a family that faith was at the forefront. Yeah, you know, I most definitely did, um, you know, grew up, I was, you know, I'm a baptized Catholic and grew up going to mass, uh, Catholic schools and, you know, it's kind of all I've ever known. Um, but, you know, I think it's, uh, we, everybody in our, we come to a decision in our life. We come to a crossroad, crossroads where, you know, we have to make our parents' faith, our own faith. Um, and, you know, that happened for me, I would say, um, as a freshman in college when I was going through a lot of adversity, um, and, you know, I went to um, SEEK, uh, which is, for people that don't know, it's a big Catholic conference for college students that Focus runs. Um, and just it was just an incredible grace that I even ended up going. And it, w- it was at that conference for the first time that I truly met Christ in the Blessed Sacrament. He spoke into my heart. Um, and I knew that Jesus was, was calling me to be his disciple and to spread the gospel and to love others and meet them right where they're at. 
And, you know, I had such a unique opportunity on the football team um, where, you know, there's a lot of guys that, you know, I've never met Christ and, and do not have a, who, who don't know him personally. Um, so it's, I just feel so extremely blessed to be in such a neat situation where um, Christ is calling me um, to live mission for him. Um, and he has worked in my life in such a radical way and he continues to. Um, and so I know that I owe that to him and um, it's just such a, such an honor. So um, yeah, faith is, has always been important to me and um, it continues to be more continues to get more important, which is crazy um, because it's Jesus is, has worked so incredibly in my life the last couple of years. So this encounter that you had obviously transformed you and it transformed you as a, a, a young man or uh, perhaps a teenager, right? And then you're, you're bringing this faith with you to your football, to your interactions with your teammates and friends. Uh, do people see a change in you when this happened? You know, I would definitely, um, you know, I was before previous to that, you know, I would say that I was a, a just a classic Sunday mask or, you know, I'd go every Sunday um, because I knew that was what I was supposed to do. And I knew that was the right thing to do. But there was there's something that just drastically changed in my heart after seek um, and encountering Christ in the Eucharist. You know, I was I started to go to mass every day. I started praying a holy hour every day. Um, started leading a Bible study right after Seek and inviting all my teammates to it. Um, you know, and so I definitely think that um, guys on the team started noticing um, those drastic changes as well. And, you know, I, I continue to try just to bring as many guys with me as I possibly can. Um, you know, whether that's, you know, leading the Bible study, inviting as many guys as I can, um, whether that's praying before games in the locker room and inviting as many guys into that as I can. Um, but, more than that, it's just uh, being a better teammate, being a better friend, um, and just meeting guys exactly where they're at because, you know, everybody is in a different place uh, with walking with the Lord, and it's important to realize that and understand that. Um, and it doesn't matter how far guys have drifted away. It, it matters the decision they make today to repent and follow Him even closer today. So just continuously remind guys of that. Yeah, good words there. And there's people don't realize this, but there's a lot of pressure on a D1 athlete to perform. And uh, we talk about this theme on the show as well as identity. And sometimes Division One athletes or athletes in general could just lock in who they are with the performance on the field. And as you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Um, did this help you out with your own identity of who really Matt Masker is? 100%, you know, because sports have always been such a big part of my life. You know, it's, you know, it's like, and you know, wherever all these guys, wherever they're coming from, you know, they're known as the football player or they're known as the stud athlete from wherever they're coming from. And, you know, that's hard to remember um, who you are, especially with how much time we put into this game and all the training we do uh, year in and year out. And it's year round. Um, but just to remember that, you know, we are, of course, we're football players, but more than that, we're beloved sons of God. And just truly living out that identity, holy cow, it's it's your life just has to look different. And, you know, I tell guys all the time, it's, you know, it's you, you start living as a son of God, like your performance on the field is going to change too, because you're, you're going to free up all this anxiety that you're carrying with you. Um, you know, you're going to have so much less pressure and you're going to remember who you're playing for. You know, you're not playing uh, for the fans, you're not playing for anything else. You're playing for 
God the Father who has given you these talents and these gifts and your abilities. And when you're playing for God, all the pressure is off. It's it's about you and him. And, and you get to turn your playing into a prayer and you get to glorify God with that. And that's that's the coolest thing about when, when guys make the decision to, to play for Christ. I, I've seen, you know, people improve drastically um, because all this pressure is just gone. Um, and that's one of the coolest things all about this. Plus to play Ron Meyer, once again, chatting with Matt Masker, quarterback for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Now, Matt, in order to have this energy to reach out to others or to, um, you know, just be a strong Christian and sometimes in a world where you have a lot of access and temptations and all that, how do you fortify yourself in prayer? What are those Catholic prayers, if you will, that strengthen Matt Masker? Yeah, you know, um, it's huge. Um, we can't give what we don't receive. And, you know, I day in and day out, I you know, first and foremost, I have to go to Mass and I have to receive uh, our very own Lord in the Eucharist. And that's what gives me the strength to do anything, first and foremost. And just a bonus is being able to spend time with him in the Blessed Sacrament. And God willing, if it's an hour every day, um, that's even better. Um, but just even just just uh, getting in the chapel for just even, it doesn't matter if it's 10, 15 minutes, um, just being able to allow time for silence and allow Christ to speak to you mm-hmm. um, and you know, some, some big prayers for me is what I do every day is I always meditate on the daily gospel and I do um, Lectio Divina and just meditate with it. Um, and another type of another way I love to pray is praying the rosary. Um, it's something that I definitely didn't do growing up and I definitely didn't have an appreciation for or understand. Um, but it was in college is when I started praying the rosary and definitely started growing a much stronger devotion to Mary and to Joseph as well. Um, and before every game, I actually, I have, um, I wear four wristbands, two on each wrist, and I write St. Joseph the Worker on one of my wrists, and then I write Our Lady of the Rosary on the other. And then I pick two Bible verses usually, and a way that I, you know, just like to either stir the hearts of people or evangelize in just a, a subtle way. I always like to walk over to a little boy or girl after every game in the tunnel and I hand them one of my wristbands. And so, mm-hmm. you know, whether they're Christian or not or Catholic or not, and they get a wristband that says St. Joseph the Worker or John 651 or John 316, you know, they have to go home and look that up. And they have to maybe go home and read about St. Joseph or Mary or who is, you know, and, you know, it's it just hopefully it stirs something in their hearts, you know, um, and that's one of the coolest things about playing at this level is there's a lot of people that admire you. And there's a lot of people who you can just go up to and simply say hi and make their day. And I definitely try to take advantage of every opportunity I get for that. Yeah, and it gives a different perspective to the collegiate athlete or just an elite athlete about what they're all about that you normally don't get in the media uh, in fact, it's uh, it's not covered. I mean, I mean, obviously, Tim Tebow made that part of his life and some of the physical uh, postures that he took on the field. But to do that and give that wristband and have them look it up, especially something that's Catholic, uniquely Catholic, is is so much different and uh, could plant that seed. Who knows? I mean, someone planted the seed in you when you went to seek and you're planting the seed for someone else. So I have to ask you um you know, I, I saw that you were majoring in nutrition and health sciences and you're in your senior season. 
And now you're probably thinking about the future to some degree. So what what is in the future for Matt Masker? So, you know, I, I actually just recently switched my major. Um, you know, I was thinking that early on in, in college that I wanted to go to med school or some form of professional school um, mm-hmm. and medical care. Um, but I had, a, I had a change of heart and um, I'm now majoring in human development and family sciences, um, you know, and I know that I'm just very passionate about people and working with people. Um, and a lot of often, oftentimes kids, you know, I, I definitely see myself coaching high school football in the, in the future, um, possibly being a missionary. Um, there's a lot of things that I'm going, I'm looking into currently. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I just know that uh, working with people and, you know, got, working with God's people just gives you a purpose. It gives me a reason to get out of bed every single morning. Um, it's um, so, you know, I don't know exactly. I've not made a decision on what I'll be doing, um, but I know it'll be something with people and uh, hopefully uh, leading others to Christ in, in a profession. That, that is my dream. Yeah, well, I'm sure you will. And w- with the passion that you have and the discipline you have, I'm sure you'll uh, follow God's will for sure. So, Matt, I have to ask you in our remaining remaining moments here, uh, living in Nebraska, a uh, favorite NFL team growing up? Yeah, you know, um, my definitely my team is Green Bay. Um, mm. Growing up with uh, watching Brett Favre and Amon Green, who you know obviously Amon played at Nebraska, so that's um, that was definitely a tie there. Um, but I, you know, I just had some uncles that were Green Bay Packer fans, and so I kind of picked it up. And obviously, watching Brett Favre, that was, it was so exciting as a kid. Um, and you know, I, I I've just stuck with them ever since. Um, the closest team is probably Kansas City, mm-hmm. um, but you know everyone's hopping on that bandwagon now, so I definitely <laughs> definitely don't want to get on there. So I got to stick with my with my Packers. I don't know. The Packers have a pretty good following too, and people are hopping on their bandwagon for sure. But uh, Matt Masker has been our guest. Uh, what a young man he is, uh, playing football there at an elite level for the University of Nebraska Cornhuskers, but very faith centered and motivated to bring that faith to others, including giving his wristband to that kid in the tunnel. Matt, thanks so much for the time. I do appreciate it. Uh, It was fun talking sports, but also the hope within you, which is equally as important. And I appreciate you coming on. Blessed to play. Thanks so much. Hey, absolutely, guys. Thanks so much for having me. God bless. Hey, Blessed to Play fans, check us out on the web at www.blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed, the number two, play.com. You can like us on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter at Blessed to Play. For Matt Masker, I'm Ron Meyer. We'll catch you next time right here on Blessed to Play. You've been listening to Blessed to Play with host Ron Meyer on the EWTN Global Catholic Network. If you have a question or comment about today's show, feel free to email us at Info at blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed, the number two, play.com. You can also connect with the show on the web at www.blessedtoplay.com. Again, that's blessed, the number two, play.com. Join us again next time for Blessed to Play on the EWTN Global Catholic Network.